0: News Prime Headlines is brought to you by... Don't take risks. Use a condom every time. And
1: thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time.
2: Some Spices. Yes,
3: I
4: come. Hello, a warm welcome to Join News Prime with me, Carlos Calodi. In the headlines, MPP takes on Alan Tramonten, who they accuse of misrepresenting facts and irrenuously twisting issues... Following his resignation as a party member and decision to run for president as independent candidate.
5: The party wants to believe that by his decision to hold the press conference to resign without first informing the leadership of the party, suggests that he made a premeditated and irrevocable decision to resign from the party.
4: More, as one of the staunch supporters of ALAN, Catherine Afeku shows up at his news conference with a message that the party is bigger than any individual.
0: A loyal patriot, and I'm in the party. I didn't tell you know. about the decision. No, and no, I don't think uh, we're here for that. I'm here to support the party. And I want to reiterate that again. Uh, the party is supreme. So let's send that message out there that we are the new patriotic party.
4: And Minister of National Security, Albert Kandepa, files a defamation suit against Convener for Fix the Country Movement, Oliver beckham Vomao seeking 10 million in damages. Also, the children of a 60-year-old Musa Azaratu-Puanaho was shot dead at Janga in the northeast region on allegations of being a witch. So
6: that is my, my answer. Because my mother, what he was to do to me, is the fact he did not be able to do
4: Meanwhile, the head of Joy News Human Rights Desk, Jojo Kobna, and the Institute for Human Rights and Development in Africa dragged the government of Ghana to the African Court over violations of the human rights of women in so-called witch camps. Later in the bulletin, we'll bring you a special story of a 17-year-old boy with a physical disability who is enduring a fractured hand after falling off his school stairs.
7: Some kids there, they laugh at me and say that I can't walk. Some some call me a dog, a walking dog.
4: And Prime Business comes your way at 8pm.
8: Governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. N.S. Addison Challenges claims the International Monetary Fund Programme is not bringing the needed economic transformation and stability.
9: Uh, The programme is yielding the appropriate results. We are in the process of this first review, Indications are that we would come out of the review very successfully. Prime Sports is at
10: 8.30. Ghana is now one win away from a return to the Women's African Cup of Nations qualifier after securing a 12-0 aggregate scoreline over Rwanda in the qualifiers.
4: We are your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please stay with us.
11: Prime Headlines
0: was brought to you by. Don't take risks. Use a condom every time. And thanks
1: to Malatu, I kicked off Malaya one time.
3: Some spices. Yes,
4: It's a pleasure having you here on Join Us Prime. Now the new, uh, the governing New Patriotic Party is calling out former flag bearer's parent, Alan Tromantin, for misrepresenting and twisting facts in his public address, announcing his decision to resign and contest as independent candidate in the 2024 election. Now, the move has sent shockwaves through the political landscape with a number of Alan's key supporters abandoning his independent bid. Now, General Secretary of the NPP, Justin Kodia Frempont, told journalists the move by Alan Sim premeditated. And whilst the party respects his decision to resign, they are disappointed in the manner he chose to go about it of our political days report.
0: Of the new Patriotic Party, alongside versions of party supporters, took to their headquarters, singing and chanting. General Secretary of the Party Justin Frimpon-Kodia criticised Alain Chematin for allegedly
5: misrepresenting facts. The disappointing part is the mode in which he decided to resign from the party, which was through a press conference without prior notice to the party. The party wants to believe that by his decision to hold the press conference to resign without first informing the leadership of the party suggests that he made a premeditated and irrevocable irre- decision to resign from the party. The
0: party also took aims at claims by Alan Chematin that the party's flag bearership race was skewed to favor a certain unnamed candidate. The leadership of the
5: party equally disagrees with the assertion made by Mr. Chematin in page 8 of his resignation address that the party has been hijacked by a selected group of party leaders and elders and government appointees behind the curtain power brokers. Guided by the facts and data, the leadership of the party disagree entirely with this assertion. Historically, the selection of flag bearers for political parties in Ghana has been the preserve of a privileged few until the new patriotic party took the whole decision to decentralize the process by expanding its electoral college to enfranchise some 106,590 delegates in 2010. Currently, about 200,000 delegates will be voting to select the party's next flag bearer relative to the estimated 1,998 who did same in 1992 clearly the quantum lead to 200,000 delegates in 2023 and has caused the decentralization of power to all party stakeholders and defeat the assertion that the party has been hijacked by a privileged few.
0: On Alarm's claim that his supporters were intimidated, the party strongly
5: disagreed. In reference to Mr. Chair Martin's concerns, which include allegations of intimidation against his supporters, it is noteworthy that certain government appointees, including cabinet ministers, who openly declared their support for him are still at post and have never been intimidated one of alan
0: trematin's biggest supporters was katrina fiku but she says she can no longer support alan in his decision to resign and go solo so i am a loyal patriot and i'm in the party I did not tell you about the decision no. and no i don't think uh we're here for that i'm here to support the party and i want to reiterate that again uh, the party is supreme so let's send that message out there that we are the new patriotic party. For now, the party says it is unfazed about claims a land decision to contest as an independent candidate will hurt its efforts at breaking the eight and will continue to rally its base to retain power in 2024.
4: Now, Acting Communication Director of the Alan Tremantin campaign team, and Nobi joins me in studio for more. Courage, uh, uh, do we know this uh, unscrupulous apparatus that Alan talked about? Who are these people?
12: Thank you very much, mm. and uh, good evening to you and your viewers. I think the Honorable Alan John Kodrocha Martin was very clear in his statement. Mm. Uh, he named categories of people. For us, it remains that they know themselves, mm. and anybody who is following the discussion uh, can tell for himself uh, the conduct of those unscrupulous people. So for me, for us, it, it is not uh, a matter for debate. It is clear, and it's out there and they know themselves. And the reactions, I'm sure yourself, from the reactions, you mm. can tell. Mm. Uh, for, so for, for us, that's that settles set. The Honorable and John Kodoucha Mate is an Honorable person. Everybody in Ghana mm. can attest to his vulnerability. Mm. Everybody in Ghana can attest to his character, his consistency and credibility. For us as young people, that is what we're excited about, that in the midst of all the political shenanigans mm. we have one who has a long track record of character mm. credibility and competence backed with a bold vision which is a great transformational plan for the development of this country and that is why we excitedly uh, mounted the support behind him as our leader to make sure that we bring what we call the government of national unity mm. that would deliver for us the transformation that the ghanaian society is looking for
4: is it the position of the alan team just to pull this out without putting names to those people
12: i think the honorable when he finds it fit hmm. will name such people by himself uh-huh. so for that uh, we leave it for him his judgment is what we trust him and we support him
4: no but we know uh alan is a very fine gentleman Absolutely. but uh, a lot of people are raising concerns about the fact that he's not able to name the people he described as uh, uh, this apparatus, He should be bold to tell Ghanaians the who these people are.
12: I wouldn't say he's not able. Mm. I think uh, one of the things that we've known him for is discretion. Mm. He's a man of high discretion. And he's decided to exercise that on this matter. For us, we're excited as young people. Let me tell you, our social media is a buzz mm. with young people, apolitical, both political, reaching out, wanting to be part of the movement for change. They want their country better managed. They want their country run well. Young people admit that there is no way to have a sustainably corrupt country. Mm. And so they want a credible leader, and they find that leader in Honorable Alain John Koditerman. I find that leader in him, and that is why I've jumped behind him. And we are willing to work as a grassroots of the Ghanaian society to ensure that he becomes president.
4: So beyond making the announcement, what is the way forward for the Alain campaign team? What is next?
12: Thank you very much. Today marks uh, day one. Of the movement for change, mm. uh, there's a massive uh, mobilization ongoing. A lot of people are putting themselves and volunteering to play several roles in the coming weeks and days. Just as he said, we'll launch formally the movement for change mm. and launch a bold campaign at the community level, at the grassroots level, to ensure that at the end of the day, our leader John Nabal and John Kajocha Martin emerges as president of this country, so that we can have consensus around. the development plan which he has put forward mm-hmm. for the transformation of the Ghanaian society. Thank
4: you so much for speaking to us. Thank you very That much. was Karage and Nobe. He is the acting communication director for Alan's team. Now, moving on, the spouse or the spouses of presidential candidates have typically played varied roles on the campaign trail in modern presidential campaigns. While some have taken a laid-back role, others have been more visible and local, or vocal. Now, what role will Mrs. Tremantin play in the upcoming presidential candidature of her husband? What was her demeanor during the event, and what has she been saying about her husband's journey so far? In this feature, Joy News contributor Eche Sekanku takes a look at Mrs. Alan Tremantin's new role as an independent presidential spouse, and what we expect from her in the journey ahead.
13: Mrs. Chamanting sang, danced and chanted in support of her husband during the launch of his independent presidential candidature announcement. The usually quiet, laid-back and hardly seen spouse of Mr. Chamanting was animated, energized and vociferous during the announcement event) <laughs> Presidential spouses have emerged as a major part of the presidential campaign in modern politics. From Michelle Obama to Melania Trump to Rebecca Kufuadu and Lordina Mahama, the wives of presidential candidates have assumed varied and multiple roles. While some have been less active and laid back, others have been more outspoken. During her husband's historic announcement of his independent presidential candidature Mrs. Chamantine was unusually active animated and spirited sounding hopeful and decisive she maintained that her husband is the best person to take the country forward
14: Alan Chamantine is a good man he's the honest man he's the man with vision he's the He's um, what Ghana needs.
13: Together with other supporters, she did not hold back in her support for her husband's big day. It appeared Mrs. Chermanting had discovered a new lease of life with her husband's fresh status. Will we see more of Mrs. Chermanting in the coming months? Will she begin to assume a more active role in her husband's campaign? We'll only wait and see the nature of her role as the campaign oh, wow. unfolds moving forward. Eche Sikanku for joining you.
4: Now, Minister of uh, National Security, Albert Kandapa, has filed a defamation suit against the convener of the Faith the Country movement, Oliver baka Now, the suit comes in response to allegations made by Mr. that the National Security Minister and other government officials met with him in 2021, offering a sum of $1 million to silence him. Now, Mr. Kandapa is demanding the recovery of 10 million Ghana cities as general damages, including aggravated and or exemplary damages for defamation for the words uttered by Mr. Baka Vomao. Now, a member of our legal desk, Richard Kojo Nyako, has a copy of the suit and joins us with detail. But first, listen to Mr. Baka Vomao indicating that he will produce a recording of the event to back his allegations.
15: Uh, Myself and my lawyers will be putting out the statement in much clearer detail. Now, I want to be clear at no point have I said that I have a video of the interaction between myself and the Minister for National Security. Sorry, you said a recording. A recording. Yes, yes. The Minister of National Security has issued a statement claiming that I was met with other, since the country conveners and other stakeholders. I want to put it on record that meeting I am talking about happened exclusively between myself and the Minister for National Security, that the offer was made to me. I would release an audio into the public domain, which would confirm that the Minister invited me to a secret safe house location, that we should have an individual meeting between him and myself, at which meeting he made that offer to myself. No other country convener was involved in. Another secret meeting was held with myself and two lawyers, representatives of the country, including the Minister of Finance, which was held. We have a recording of the entirety of that uh, that meeting as well. But what I'm saying, and want to be clear on, that a meeting,
7: that's a secret meeting, was held between myself and the Minister for National Security at the Safe House.
4: Now, Richard Kodunyaku joins us uh, via Zoom. Uh, Richard, please, you have been studying this suit. Uh, tell us what's in there
16: all of them. Okay, well, so um, the minister is seeking five reliefs. The first is a declaration that the words uttered by the defendant are defamatory. To so the plaintiff, that is the National Security Minister. He goes ahead to provide the details of the said defamatory statement. The second is recovery of the sum of 10 million Ghana cities in damages. The third is an apology for and retraction of the words complained of. The fourth one is perpetual injunction restraining the defendant from repeating similar or other defamatory words against him, the national security minister. And the last one is Ada Costa. So in the suit, the minister says, per the way spoken by the defendant, it means that he, the minister, is corrupt, that he undertakes criminal acts of offering bribes and threats, and also abuses his office. And so if you look at the particulars of the suit, they are spot out here that, uh, the defendant had absolutely no basis whatsoever for this defamatory statement. Mm. That the defendant was absolutely reckless by his defamatory statement, mm. as he showed no central of evidence to support the defamatory statement. Mm. The third one is, plaintiff has never had. Any other meeting with the defendant beyond the aforementioned second meeting, mm. whether alone or in concert with others, and so uh, these are contained in the suit that has been filed by the Minister for National Security.
4: Okay, so and how has uh, uh, Bakavoma been reacting to this suit so far?
16: So there hasn't been any release of the said recording that he said he was going to release mm. uh, to back his claims, but in a, a Facebook post, mm. he indicated that. I have resolved upon the advice of lawyers to file a formal criminal complaint against the Minister for National Security. Mm. And this will be made to the national, uh, the special prosecutor in connection with the corruption advances against him. And so that is uh, 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 the Facebook post that was made by uh, Mr. Barker. Bomao.
4: Thank you so much. Uh, Richard Kujunyako uh, is here with us. Uh, joining this room. Now, away from that story, the children of a 60-year-old woman, Musa Azaratu Puana. Who was shot dead at Janga in the West Mamprosi Municipality of Northeast Region on allegations of being a witch are crying for justice. Now the attackers have been identified as Fatal and Abela, the perpetrators who are siblings accused and threatened to kill Musa Azaratu for inflicting their father with a sickness. According to the children of the disease, the two brothers came to their house on Sunday morning, dragged their mother out of a room and shot her dead at close range. Correspondent Elias Utanko report. It was a sorrowful moment at the premises of the Waliwali government hospital in the northeast region when the family of Musa Azaratu Puana gathered to retrieve her remains for burial. She is the second elderly woman to have been killed in the same region over a similar accusation of witchcraft despite the passage of the anti-witchcraft bill by parliament in July this year. Musa Azarachu was targeted and brutally shot dead at her home in the Janga community where she had been accused by two siblings of being a witch. According to joint News sources, the two brothers, Abila and Fatal, had accused the woman of being responsible for the sickness of their father whom they had sent to a nearby village for treatment. On Saturday, the two brothers reportedly stormed the house of Musa Azaratu to warn her about their father's condition and declared their intention to kill her if their father failed to recover. Joy News further learned that a different man in the same village died. But the two brothers received false information that their father had passed on so acting on false information the two brothers carried guns and marched to the house of the 60 year old woman eyewitnesses say they dragged her out of a room and shot her multiple times at close range abila and fatal fled the janga community and have since been in hiding the body was conveyed for the post-mortem examination and later preservation at the waliwale government Hospital. The body has been released to the family for burial. Speaking to Joy News at the hospital, a teenage daughter of Musa Azaratu witnessed the last moment of her mother and recounted how she was gruesomely
17: killed.
18: We were just in the room, that was around four o'clock. The guy came to, he gave a warning shot. So he came inside the room, dragged my mother out, sent her. To the entrance of our house, shoot her. So, after the shooting, the senior brother came and told him that they should. He wanted to pick their slippers in our house too. He left the slippers and he wanted to go back and pick the slippers. And the brother said he should leave the slippers and come out when we'll they go. So, they came in, they came out and they picked their motorbike and left. I want them to arrest him so that I jail, jail him that is what i want because their pain i can't even explain their pain
4: another child of the disease musa hamza a second year student of yendi nursing training college lamented the death of her mother he's calling on the police to act swiftly
6: i'm praying with the security agencies to arrest and anybody who sees them they should alert all the security agents so that they will come after them so that is my announcement because my mother, what she was to do to me, in fact, he did not do anything. He was, was the one taking care of my school fees and everything. And this is the case that they killed my mother. So, what am I, I'm even wondering, uh, second semester, what am I doing to pay my school fees again? So, I'm pleading with the spirit agents the whenever they see that they should arrest them. Sumana Abila and
18: uh,
6: Sumana Abla Shaka. Meanwhile,
4: police in the region have confirmed a report has been filed at their station in Walewale. The police, however, wouldn't give details of the case. Nonetheless, Joy News can confirm the police in Walewale are yet to make any arrests. Meanwhile, the head of Joy News Human Rights Desk, Jojo Kovna, and the Institute for Human Rights and Development in Africa, NGO-based in the Gambia have dragged the government of Ghana to African court over violation of the human rights of women in so-called witch camps. They are demanding provision of support services for victims of witchcraft, including rehabilitation, counselling, and safe reintegration into their families and communities. The interim head of the Institute for Human Rights and Development in Africa, Edmund Foley, uh, joins me live with uh, more details on this particular suit uh, so edmund uh, what are the details in your suit kindly unmute your device so we can hear you
19: yes uh, am i audible now sure right thank you thank you and condolences to the family of um the woman who has just passed but just to quickly note that um uh. yes um the institute for human rights and development in Africa, together with Mr. Cobner, mm. undertook um, a mission about three years ago to um, look at the situation of women in the uh, witch camps. Mm. Now, the African Court is a forum um, which Ghana, as um, a respected member of the international community and also a member of the African Union, has signed on to this judicial body to look into some of these um, issues. Mm. And so, we've gone to the African. The court has a particular interest, of course, in the implementation of the women's protocol in Africa Mm -hmm. called the Maputo Protocol. And as is indicated in the the suit, it's essentially to look at the uh, treatment of women in these camps. Now, Mm -hmm. much as efforts have been made to close the camps, we also are realistic that um, should the women be sent back to their communities, they face greater harm. So this is really to um, get the government to, of course, work towards um, the criminalization, which happily has been done. Mm. Parliament has passed the act awaiting presidential assent, but then also to ensure that apart from protecting the women in the camps, that Mm. such acts of criminality are also investigated and punished um, severely. So that is really the essence of, yes, this um, engagement at the African court.
4: All right. Thank you so much. Uh, so much. Uh, we'll come back to you uh, another time Thank for you. details of this particular suit. We are so, so grateful. Now moving on, some residents in some parts of the capital are still bearing the branch of last Friday's heavy downpour. Many residents of Aquitaman and Glefe are unable to access their rooms which are filled with stagnant pools of water. Now affected residents still counting their losses are pleading with the government to deal with the perennial flooding situation. There's more in the following report. The Accra residents are terrified by heavy rains because of the recurring flooding situation. Some parts of the city remain flooded after Friday's heavy downpour. At Aquitiman, Pentecost Church area. Part of a bridge linking various parts of the community has been destroyed by the raging floods. Drivers are only able to use just one part of the road. Some residents and road users shared
12: their frustration. I live at uh, Pokwase, and because of the sometimes the traffic on the main road, you see, when we get to the Achimota ABC, this is the other alternative that we use to go to office. Uh-huh. So after the downpour, that was the evening time, and when I was going home, I got to that point and then realized that the road has been, part of the road has been tear off. We want them to fix it quickly. We want them to fix the the the, the road quick for us because that's the see when you get to that place because of the traffic situation on the main road. In fact, this is the only alternative route. Friday no in so an eto ya na suddenly isiye. Just a few bridge in the sunyina over flow, a few bridge in the sunyina car it be tiviko it be into This happened last Friday when
16: it rained.
13: It
12: can The entire road. Of such that none of the ra- cars could move. i a a as is fast or problem The bridge has been ripped off, making it impossible for vehicles to move. And so, yesterday, Marukes took some quota off the road to make it accessible.
4: Gliffy, a flood prone area, is still flooded. Many rooms were flooded from Friday's rains. The residents had moved out of the homes and later came to salvage their properties. Some were still washing their clothes soaked in the flood.
17: Uh, Right now, we don't have drainage here. It's at the junction day. All the water is standing here. This, this, the the small, the the small, the small thing we have seen that. eh? When it starts to rain again, right now, as me and you are standing here, eh? you have to search for some place to hide. And where are we going to run to? Mm? So we are pleading on them. When it rains, there's no
14: drainage here, so used to stumbling bottles for three days when the sunshine, everything goes off. The assembly man used to pave way for the water. Wow. <laughs> so he's trying for his okay. very much. <laughs> when when the grain uh, started, all these trees will be flooded. But when he paved the way and hoping the gutter, all the water
17: goes. five times. The lady has scooted
14: <laughs> the <laughs> flood water for about five times today. She wasn't able to go to work as a result. So, how is she going to feed herself? We need to be at home to protect our property.
4: The affected persons are calling for governmental intervention to drastically address the perennial flooding menace. Now moving on, the Savannah Regional Minister Said Mahozo Jibreel has assured the chiefs and people of Buipe in the Savannah Region of government a readiness to get to the bottom of the current course of flooding situation. He said if the Bwipi Dam Authority is denying knowledge of the flood, the only option is for the government to investigate and address it once and for all. Now, Saeed Mahozo Jibril addressed the media after he visited some of the affected communities. He tasked the Central Gonja District Assembly to lead the process of permanently relocating residents in the affected zones. Now, speaking on the distribution of relief items, the regional minister said the government was still mobilizing some items to bring to the victims. He added that a donation from the vice president's office will be distributed soon.
20: Think that there's a need for us to look at the way forward so that these people will go through this suffering that they are going through almost all the time
17: i'll get on the uh, what have we learned from this current one because it has happened before before this one
20: yeah it's, it's a, a very bad experience it is the the only way is for us to relocate so i'm going to list up a, you see i'm here with the entire uh, central Gunja district assembly technocrats, the politicians Everybody is here with us, so that we'll make sure that the right decisions are taken, particularly those who have started constructing new houses. You know, when we're on top of the water, you realize that some people have started even constructing new houses. We have to stop them from further construction. It's so sad that you, you have school children. We are just fortunate that this school is on vacation. If this school reopens and these floodwaters have not receded, where are the school children going to attend school, So it's going to affect almost everything. You can see clearly that it is also a health issue. One of the public toilets has completely been submerged inside the water. And this can cause a lot of uh, waterborne diseases to the people who are living around there. And that's part of really attempts. We are... Uh told that there's something on the pipeline or you brought something for them? Yes, we have brought by the close of the day, because of the agency of the situation, I needed to come and see firsthand what the people are going through. We are organizing some food items, uh, rice and some oil. We brought some bottled water from the office of the pre- of the vice president for now. However, we are lazing up with uh, uh, Nadmo, and the authorities that matter in the next two, three days would have gotten something for them officially from the, uh, the, the Ministry of uh, what you call the National Security Ministry. And they're not more of. you still watching. Join us
4: Prime with me, Carlos Caloni. We'll take a break. We'll return with more. Please stay with us.
20: A third of a million people live with HIV in Ghana, close to 10,000 of them die each year, mostly as a result of a lack of antiretroviral drugs and adherence. In fact, close to 57% of children under 14 years living with HIV do not receive antiretroviral drugs, again as a result of inadequate funds to provide them
21: with medication. Life expectancy for these children is grim. The big worry, close to 16,300 people are newly infected with HIV each year. With this alarming rate of HIV infections, all of us are in danger and Ghana is headed for an epidemic explosion if nothing is done now to avert it. While the Ghana AIDS Commission is working hard to overturn the situation, the Commission urgently needs funding support from corporate Ghana and individuals to save lives. We're therefore appealing to you, corporate entities and individuals, to support the National HIV and AIDS Fund by dialing star 9898 hash on MTN and Vodafone, and follow the prompts or pay into the National HIV and AIDS Fund account number 101 Bank of Ghana. Your donation will be used to prevent new infections and provide care for people living with HIV including children affected by AIDS. For further information please call Ghana AIDS Commission on 0302 nine one nine two six zero or email info at ghanaids.gov.gh give to save a life today ghana aids commission partnering to eliminate hiv and aids
22: it feels like becoming an entrepreneur aside academics is never going to be possible when you're in school mainly because we feel that we are young. And we don't have the resources and the guts to be one.
2: But if you believe in yourself and you have the passion to become an entrepreneur, then you already are.
8: Staying ahead in a highly competitive environment requires applying creativity and innovation to every aspect of your journey to becoming an entrepreneur.
18: Presently, entrepreneurship is driven by creativity and innovation to attain business objectives. The explosion in
2: technology,
18: business,
2: entrepreneurship and consumption in this new era is as a result of the ongoing application of innovation.
14: Milton Bell once said, if opportunity
16: doesn't knock, build a door.
2: So, if you are ready to be an entrepreneur, Heritage Christian College is ready for you.
12: Heritage Christian College moves you from a wantrepreneur to become an entrepreneur. Hey, a what number? The malaria really knocked you down,
16: eh? Hey, chale, no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> <laughs> you and your fufu, but I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment.
1: Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time.
23: When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and lumefantrine, Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria.
6: Great to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. No problem.
23: Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemists Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA.
0: Hello, my name is Abeku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still a chop better with Ecobank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town,
1: store and discover the smart way to bank Echo Bank the Pan-African bank
7: daddy daddy oh, this
21: tank is big
24: yes that's true
21: it can store a lot of water that's
24: so true
21: wow it has a working surface like it
5: hmm that's so true
21: I can see as I am T E That
25: is so true, my daughter.
21: Well it falls down. E Sintex. That
16: is so true, my daughter.
21: Well it falls down.
16: It Stability. In case the cylinder goes and for one year it doesn't come back.
26: First to introduce double layer tanks in, in, no in Ghana, Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty, seven years, no matter your water needs.
27: So, and they're naturally active ingredients. Our skin is hydrated, soothed, and protected all day.
26: First to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana, Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty, seven years, no matter your water needs.
27: And they're naturally active ingredients Our skin is hydrated, soothed,
25: and protected all day long
1: Yes Betway
23: is your gateway to a theme park full of gaming excitement A whirlpool of wonder where your favorite games come to life Where you can take to the skies With max payouts that reach into the millions all in the palm of your hand. Visit Betway.com.gh. Terms and conditions apply. Betway is regulated by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. No under 18. Bet responsibly. Betway. Bet your way. A kamashai. If
0: I see ape. pavement blocks, <laughs> boss an kasankasa. And I did this in concrete. And y'all to cement i papu ako panu. Of re SCP. concrete I'm messing the day quality concrete. And I could toss me, I SCP. Right, so
17: right behind me I could see quite a lot going on. I actually don't have the technical expertise to respect. Wow, any part of Nara. Your office. I was sprintest road. Your lipapaya restaurant
3: in the Dimu. Frey SCP was 05016
4: because he slipped down the school stairs. His school at Abraka Presby GHS, is not disability friendly and school authorities are also or did not reasonably accommodate him by at least organizing classes downstairs. Jeremiah is pleading for financial support so he can receive treatment and go back to school. There's more in the following report. He can receive treatment and go back to school. There's more in the following report.
11: This is the home of the Berdus in Adabrakha. It's a Monday morning and 17-year-old physically... This is the home of the Bedus in Adabrakha. It's a Monday morning and 17-year-old
8: physically... ...that workers are still holding on to the ability to work from home to some degree. In studio to discuss this is uh, my colleague Isaac Yakub. Good to have you in studio to talk tech now so question really is at the days of remote
11: this has become jeremiah's daily routine since dropping out of school about two years ago he loved school and never missed class just from the classroom and i have some like some
7: blood flowing inside that hand that's why i can't go to school
11: now Jeremiah is still suffering from the fall, making it difficult for him to return to school. His mobility was significantly impacted after the fall, and this has left him on a long road to recovery. The thought of not returning to school to learn and play with his friends drowns his joy. They make me feel welcome coming to the school
7: because the, the most of the schools I go, the, the people in their school, yes, they, know, they love me and know me, but they treat me like I'm not one of them, like I'm, I'm separate. That is why I love this school, because they treat me like them. They pay attention to me and they love me and I love them back if i do not understand anything if they finish i ask one of my classmates to interpret what they say and then they they will not say that they will not do it they will do it and they will help me i feel so sad i feel so bad i feel terrible i love school i see my siblings go to school and coming back happy and I'm home I feel so bad staying at home I feel so
11: sad Jeremiah loves school he believes the classroom is the surest place to attain his dreams he's not going to school today but wearing his uniform at home gives him joy and hope of returning to the classroom one day
27: Jeremiah is a very brave boy. He's very brave, and whatever that he's determined to do, he does it. Even though you see him this way, he wants to do things for himself. He will often not uh, allow anybody to do some of the things for him. He will try to do it himself. Him not being in school wasn't a, a palatable thing for us. When he had the accident, we sent him to Polyclinic, and then he was referred to uh, reach an operation. Uh, instead of an operation, they just took some food from, from the hand. And within the very few days, it came back. I was trying to get in touch with a doctor so I could be operated upon. but I tried for some time, I was not getting him. And finally, when I got, uh, go, got him, he so said, I should bring him. So I sent him and then some pictures were taken and they've given me a day to come for there whether they will do the suction or they will do operation
11: with his hands swollen coupled with his disability the school building which has been a second home to jeremiah has become inaccessible for him and other students with physical disabilities. Narrow doorways, steep staircases and the absence of rums make it impossible for him to navigate the premises in his condition. <laughs> Wang's vibrant school environment now stands as a stark reminder of the challenges faced by differently abled students in pursuing education. Jeremiah's dream of continuing his education alongside his peers appears to be shattered and a sense of isolation has begun to seep into his life. The headmistress of the school Jeremiah attends appears to be helpless in this situation. She paints a picture of how the school environment has been designed. Unfortunately, I was not around by then.
14: I was posted here last year. So it happened before I came. But when I came, I was told that this is what happened. We don't have a pathway for them to look at our staircase. Uh It's very difficult. So when you push him, you have to take him around and then other colleagues will also come and then assist before he can get to the classroom. The environment here is not uh, disability friendly.
11: Just like every child, Jeremiah has a dream. He wants to become a renowned artist and a great automotive designer. And just like every cloud has a silver lining, He's not giving up on his dreams.
7: Actually, I want to be one of the greatest artists in the world. And I want to be a car designer. I want to design cars. I want to design. I want to draw to. I want to design cars. I want to. Actually, I want my name to be out there for people to know that people with my type of situation can actually do something.
11: A young, hopeful boy lies here all alone when his siblings have gone to school and his parents to work. To drown his boredom, he puts his drawing dexterity.
22: Find the brand's inspiration and great value you need to own your style at Macy's VIP Sale. Going on now. Use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 30% off fall trends and updates. Plus 15% off go-to beauty, skincare, and fragrances. Plus, shop specials and find great deals on top brands at Macy's VIP sale. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.
11: On paper, drawing characters of his favorite cartoons.
4: I believe you've been touched by Jeremiah's story. And so you can reach out So we support and get him back to school so he can achieve his dreams. We'll take a break. We'll return with Showbiz. Stay with us.
1: No, no, no,
26: no, no. This is for your mom. She loves me because of my frutellium.
2: All natural fruit juice and the perfect way to the heart. Who loves you because of your fruit This
1: advert is FDA. The
2: other day, as
1: I was in my kitchen preparing my special jollof made really Lily rice for my family, I heard the knock at the door. It was my mechanic. Instead of calling me to pick my car, he bought it himself. I said, Cho, he said, FO. I said, Take the car back. I will come and pick it myself.
10: As I turned off the fire from under the lily joloff, there was another knock at the door. It was my neighbor. I said, neighbor, neighbor. He said, F4, my dog has jammed your wall again, oh. I said, don't be silly, you don't have a dog.
1: My wife and kids came home, and we saw that he enjoyed. it was my pastor. He said, bless you. I said, bless you too. He said, did he come to church on Saturday? I said, I chose, better. Uh, why are you coming to tell me this on Wednesday?
21: Having to fend off visitors at mealtimes because of Lele's tasty, aromatic rice? Celebrate every mealtime by sharing with friends and family near or far. Lele, tasty food, happy family. This advert is FDA approved.
26: Prepare yourself to unleash even more mula By staking from one Ghana city to 350 Ghana cities And you could win 26 times your stake On the exciting new pick one game from game Park. Play by dialing Star946H On all networks via our website Or download the GamePack app on www.gameparkgames.com Choose your pick one number from 1 to 36 Place your stake And watch our live draws on Adum TV at 9am, 12pm and 6pm daily Hey, live life like me with Gamepark Gamepark, more mula, more power This game is regulated by the National Lottery Authority Not for persons under 18 Play responsibly
16: Investment Limited.
4: Welcome back. Faustina is in studio with Showbiz. What do we have?
2: Oh, hmm. Carlos, yeah. you know I'm a great fan. Mm. Yes, today, I usually I'll be sitting where you are, you know, reading yeah. the news. Today, I'm the news, trust okay. me, because yeah. I'm doing entertainment. Sure, <laughs>
24: sure, interesting. So, um,
2: lots of things happening in the showbiz industry, but mm. then let's start from our brothers and sisters mm. all the way in Nigeria. Mm. Now, I'm sure you've been following the Mobad story. Sure, sure, sure. sure. We've been doing updates mm. as to when he passed on, and his story still lives on on mm. social media, he's still trending. Yeah. Now, one of the key concerns when he passed on was the fact that they had so much conflicting accounts okay. as to what actually killed yeah. him. And one of the accounts that has been trending on social mm-hmm. media was the fact that he died on admission. And mm-hmm. that got a lot of youths infuriated. Okay. But then it turns out the hospital is mm-hmm. coming out to say, that's not actually what happened. So mm-hmm. they've released a statement on your screens now. It's a copy of that statement. Mm-hmm. It reads that the attention of management of Perez Medicare Hospital has been drawn to the misleading and false information being circulated in some social media platforms that MOBAD died in our medical facility. Now, we consider it pertinent to put on record that about 4.30 p.m. on the 12th of September, the lifeless body of MOBAD was brought to our medical facility, and our medical team immediately sprang into action after assessment, and it was discovered that there was no sign of life, No central or peripheral pulse, no heartbeat, no recordable vital signs, and his pupils were fixed and dilated. Now, according to the hospital, they say upon inquiry about the circumstances leading to his death, the team was informed that the disease was being treated at home by a nurse interesting wow. facts yes wow. so it actually disputes the claim mm. that he died he on a mission yeah. and yeah. it's quite sad but we've been following the story and bringing mm. updates as it yeah. when we have it yeah, okay. while well, still in nigeria mm-hmm. growing up i don't this know this is you, good news this is good news mm-hmm. well somewhat depending mm-hmm. on how you look at it okay. um I'm sure you've been watching a lot of Nigerian movies where you have this, like, occultic movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You remember Kanayo Kanayo? I do. The veteran actor. Yes, yes. Well, yes, he's yes. in the news. Mm. This time, he's not so pleased with the Nigerian movie industry. Why? He's in bashing celebrities for making it what he calls BBL industry now. Let's listen to him.
20: Nollywood is, should not be a ground for BBL, Bum Enlargement. Nollywood should not be a ground for people doing runs. Nollywood should not be a ground where... People's dollars and uh, uh, this is are stolen in hotels. And they generalize all these Nollywood girls. It's not a ground for gay lesbianism, it's a ground for creativity. Nollywood is not a ground for learning how to act. Many people come to Nollywood to learn how to act. They're supposed to come to the industry to better and hone your talent. Many girls are hearing, Chenevi is millionaire or hey, Bologna. Many ladies, they now go and put We one and come deceiving themselves who all have the different sectors everybody's welcome but the fact is find out whether you have a calling mm.
2: interesting yeah so do i have a calling mm. you have to tell me yeah, do okay. i
20: yeah i think so
2: <laughs> okay so mm. let's come back home yeah mm. it's ghana mm. um i'm sure you've been watching a lot of creative mu- uh, music industry um videos and then you see a lot of ghanaian outfits mm-hmm. in that well, there's one guy that has been pushing for this mm-hmm. from way back. His okay. name is Bello Koutou. Okay. And, you know, he's raising some concerns about the music industry and how we're not united. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to him. Okay.
20: Let's even cast our mind to this more Mobad um, case. You see the way everybody is like rallying around it to to, to get to that extent where they get that um, information that they are looking justice for, and yeah, all, justice, all of
28: that. Yes, but we were not really
20: like that. So on TV, on on, on our, in public grounds, we make it look like Charlie, everything is alright. Wow! So but there's no unity among the creators. There, and there's, there, there, I, don't, I don't see that.
2: Yeah, so no unity in, the, in yeah. the industry. But then I'm sure you can share your thoughts with us. Do you think we're unity based in this industry? Do you think we're unified? Do you think that we're doing well? Because, Carlos and myself, mm. I think we have the unity thing working for us.
4: Yes, but for the um, that industry, if you look at the way they all keep uh, tweeting against somebody going to do something, I really don't see. The unity, then. Mm. Mm. Now,
2: I'm sure you love movies, because I do. I do, I do. Yeah. Well, guess what? Mm. On Prime Movie Box, you know Tuesdays, we always give them what is coming, what is fresh. Mm. Mm. There's something fresh coming up. Mm. If you're a love of vampire movies, if you're a love of horror movies, which I am not, mm. but then if you are, mm. watch this. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to be someone special? Ah! something in you has changed and given you these
11: powers
3: uh, hey what's up <laughs>
11: nothing i mean it's not nothing it's something but that something
7: isn't anything <laughs> things go into my brain and immediately exit my mouth most people say it's weird
18: i say it's a gift
2: i can really be handle being a 13 year old girl i mean with high school coming up dating the patriarchy i need to focus you could be a
11: vampling a vampling receives their powers on their 13th year and their powers are super speed enhanced strength energy blast thanks why why really ah! scratch flying we'll put float if you've been given powers you've also been given enemies
2: it's how it works so someone will be hunting mm, interesting so, if you love a vampire mm. vampire movies you should look out for that yeah. it's coming up so it's also on next week so
4: Thank you so much. That's all we have uh, on Prime this evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can log on to myjoyonline.com for more. My name is Carlos Kaloni. Prime Business is up next.
3: There are
1: days when you think, whoa, today I've earned it. So order a global. Days when plans run longer. What if we order at global? Or days when you can't control everything? Oh, yes, because on global, you can order anything you want. Global, you order, we deliver. In life, choice is good, but choice plus safety is way better. Your safety and comfort is paramount. Under the cylinder recirculation model, you can buy LPG in a safe environment. All cylinders are inspected and maintained to the best safety standards, so your safety is assured. Just take your empty cylinder to the nearest exchange point and swap it for a filled cylinder. Different cylinder sizes will be available to meet your pocket size. Imagine cooking in a smoke-free environment. This will improve the health and well-being of you and your family. Choose LPG in a safer model of distribution. Cylinder recirculation model. Securing your safety. Creating more jobs. A message from the National Petroleum Authority under the patronage of the Ministry of Energy.
3: Kwajo why are you late? Yes,
2: Kwajo why are you late again? Kwajo Can't you talk? See, mommy. I could lie like amma. And say I was doing my homework with my friends. Or lie like Alma and say I was helping Grandma buy food. Mommy, I will not lie like Alma. I was playing with my friends. And that is why I'm late. Homework now. Thank you for not lying to me. Your Kalipo is in the fridge.
1: Kalipo, the natural fruit juice drink.
2: Avi,
1: you know that, This advert is FDA approved.
2: Hey, Charlie,
16: what number? The malaria really knocked you down, eh?
1: Charlie, no joke.
16: Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> <laughs> you and your fufu, but I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did.
1: And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time.
23: When malaria strikes, take malatu, containing artemeter and lumifantrin, comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria.
22: Great to have you. Thank,
6: you. Thank you. No problem.
23: Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemists Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA.
26: To Unleash even more mula by staking from one Ghana city to 350 Ghana cities, and you could win 26 times your stake on the exciting new pick one game from Game Park. Play by dialing star 946 hash on all networks via our website or download the Game Park app on www.gameparkgames.com. Choose your pick one number from 1 to 36, place your stake. And watch our live draws on Adum TV at 9am, 12pm and 6pm daily Hey, live life like me with Game Park. Game Park, more mula, more power This game is regulated by the National Lottery Authority Not for persons under 18 Play responsibly
23: The registration exercise 2023
28: The Electoral Commission is making preparations for voters registration exercise from 12 September to 2 October 2023 to enable citizens who have turned 18 years or persons who have not previously registered to visit the EC office in their district and register as a voter ahead of the upcoming district level elections 2023. The registration exercise is in line with the Commission's mandate to compile the register of voters and revise it at such periods as may be determined by law. Every eligible Ghanaian should visit the EC office in their district and present their Ghana card or passport for inclusion in the voters register. Applicants who do not have a Ghana card or passport are required to bring two persons who are already registered voters to guarantee their registration. Do not register again if you have lost your voter ID card. Replacement of voter ID cards will start from 3rd October 2023 after the registration exercise. Transfer of votes will also be done from 3rd October to 9th October 2023. It is a criminal offence for a guarantor to guarantee for more than 10 people, non-Ghanaians and persons who are not 18 years of age. Guarantors who violate this provision will be prosecuted. The voter registration exercise is part of efforts to ensure credible, transparent and peaceful elections in Ghana. Register to vote. Your vote is your power.
23: The voters
14: The business segment is brought to you by
5: EcoBank, the Pan African Bank.
15: It's time you
22: switch to Bellpack today!
8: So good evening, everyone. Welcome to Prime Business here with me, Pius Kujobaka. To our very first story, Governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Ns Addison, is challenging claims that the International Monetary Fund program has not brought about the needed transformation and economic stability. There have been concerns about how the funds program has helped turn around the economy compared to Zambia, which also secured an IMF program last year. But Governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. NS Addison, says these concerns are not well-grounded.
9: That the program is doing what it is supposed to do, stabilize the economy, right? We are beginning to see growth improving. We are beginning to see inflation going down. If you look at the sizes of the drops uh, since the end of December, we've seen substantial drops in both food and non-food inflation. We have seen the exchange rate stabilize. So these are all ingredients. These are all ingredients that would create uh, the conditions for sustained growth. Now, When you have inflation coming down, when your exchange rate is staying stable, we expect real incomes to improve over time if we are able to sustain uh, this kind of progress and all of that should help you know rebuild confidence so we are very very uh, conscious of of the reason for uh, first you know agreeing to do the program uh, the program is yielding the appropriate results we are in the process of this first review indications are that we would come out of the review very successfully, this is the indications that I'm getting and if that happens we would get a second disbursement from the fund before the end of the year and together with other flows from the World Bank all of that should help restore confidence uh, to the Ghanaian economy so those who are arguing that they are here to see the benefit the benefit is coming it's already there we are seeing the you know, improving inflation development everybody everybody can see how stable the currency is You don't, I don't have to tell you you see it for yourself so if you can't see it then I don't know <laughs> the improvements are coming and the challenge is to sustain the improvements.
8: Still with the Central Bank, the Bank of Ghana has up to date purchased gold worth about $700 million in reserves as part of the gold purchasing program. According to Dr. ness Addison, the domestic gold purchasing program has been very strong in helping stabilize the economy. Now, in 2021, the Central Bank launched a gold purchasing program, and Dr. Addison said the program is the single most important foreign exchange sources
9: in 2023. Now, the domestic gold purchases program has been very innovative and has been very strong in helping stabilize the economy. It has been very strong in helping to keep the exchange rate stable. And I say so because on a year-to-date basis, we have bought gold to the tune of, of over $700 million for reserves. This is gold for reserves. The actual numbers are there. We can share the exact numbers with you. And then we have also bought gold for oil, probably even higher than the $700 million. So if you put the two together, you are looking at over $1.4, $1.5 billion U.S. dollars just from our domestic gold purchases program. It is the single most important foreign exchange source in 2023, nearly double the amount of money that we have received from the IMF. So we are very, very proud about that particular initiative. And Ghana's total debt stock
8: continues to increase, this is despite the stability of the Ghana C D and the domestic debt exchange program embarked upon by government. Let's hear from Governor Dr. Ness Addison once again.
9: Probably being influenced by the statistical tables that we released, right? So if you look there, maybe on the basis of the exchange rate, you would see that the external debt in C D terms has, has increased. But We also did talk about the improvement in the current account balance. That one of the reasons that we are seeing so much stability is for the fact that we have an external debt standstill, right? So compared to a year ago when we were paying a lot of money to service external debt, right? This year we are not spending that money to service external debt. We've estimated nearly a savings of almost $2 billion arising out of just the debt service suspension for now, maybe. So that, that obviously is a major relief uh, to the balance of payments uh, and a major relief to the economy as a whole.
8: All right, so let's talk more about the debt numbers and let's get on Zoom and speak to finance lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School, Professor Eli Plim Abloyo for more. Um, Professor Abloyo, thanks so much for joining us here on Prime Business. Now, what are your observations of the current trajectory of Ghana's debt numbers, especially when we've gone um, above some somewhere 6.3 um, billion cities? Okay,
25: good evening and good evening to your listeners. So, yeah, there's been a significant increase in the debt level, especially if you look at the nominal figures. So, in 2019, we had 218 billion Cedis as our public debt. To as our public debt, but as of June 2023, this had increased to 575 billion Cedis. Okay, so this is about a 163 percent increase just from uh, end of 2019. Mm. Again, if you look at post-COVID-19, so from 2020 to, to date, on the average, on a yearly basis, the debt level has increased by about 24%. And before COVID-19, from 2015 to 2019, the average yearly increase was 20.3%. So again, uh, after COVID-19, we have seen a significant annual percentage increase in the nominal debt level. Mm. However, it's, it's not the entire story. Okay, we we shouldn't just focus on the nominal debt level. Typically, we look at the debt to GDP ratio. Mm. So, if look at the debt to GDP ratio that has been fairly stable. Yeah. So it's been about seventy seven percent since twenty twenty one. As of June twenty twenty three, it was seventy one point nine percent. So to be fair, even though the Nominal figures are increasing when you compare it to GDP. It's not so bad.
8: Okay, so, there are so con- that's, that's, I'm good. All but, right. Yeah. So there are concerns that the debt exchange program hasn't significantly impacted the public debt stock. Uh, do you share that thoughts as well?
25: Yes. Yeah, so uh, I'll I'll speak to that. So it hasn't significantly reduced the domestic debt. Hmm. Uh, part of the reasons are that we are seeing interest rates increasing in the money markets so again there's cost of servicing the government's debt is, is increasing so we haven't it hasn't really affected the domestic debt it's, it's, it's been fairly stable so if you look at the nominal figure it's been about 240 billion cities uh, last year and this year and as a percentage of GDP it's been fairly stable around Thirty-nine percent. So it hasn't really dented the or reduced mm. the domestic debt ratio.
8: We also do know yeah, that. So that's
25: the summary to that. All
8: right. We also do know that um, our increase in external debt is a major factor, and of course, this has had a notable impact on the overall debt numbers.
25: Yes. Yeah, so it's it's true. If you look at the external debt, it's also been rising, even though we have not been borrowing more because we have basically lost access to uh, international debt markets. But because the debt is denominated in dollars mainly, you will see that even if we don't borrow more, the exchange rate effect, the depreciation of the city can cause <laughs> the value of the debt to still increase in in city terms. Mm. So for us at... So now I'm speaking in my capacity as chairman of uh, the research committee at Tesla Capital. Our view is that if we are able to negotiate successively with the external creditors, if you look at the IMF debt sustainability analysis, we are looking to save about $10.5 billion on the external debt. And currently, external debt is about $30 billion. Mm. Okay, So if we are able to save $10 billion, that's about one-third of the value of the current external debt. And for us, that is what will significantly reduce the our public debt. It hasn't happened from the domestic debt exchange program.
8: All right. Looking at the way things are going, can we meet the target um, by basically halving it by 20, some 2028? 20, is that achievable?
25: Well... It's possible. I mean, we shouldn't always be pessimistic. There are a number of ways to achieve it. We can rationalise expenditure, uh, focus on the most important things for us as a nation. Again, one important thing is that if you look at we usually look at the debt to GDP. Mm. So if we grow the economy, okay, then that will reduce and itself reduce the debt to GDP, GDP ratio.
8: All right. Yeah. Th- thank you very much, uh, Professor Eliplima Bloyo for your time here on Prime Business speaking to us. Today. Let's shift focus and touch on the story. The Commissioner of Customs, Alhaji Sayidu Idrisu Idisa, has hinted back at allegation of harassment of importers by custom officials at the ports. Now, some traders and importers have raised concerns over the rate of inspection of their goods already cleared at the ports have therefore threatened to take action if it persists. Now, responding to the traders' concerns, Commissioner of Customs at the Ghana Revenue Authority, Al-Hajji, Haji, is asserted many of such inspections are necessary to ensure full compliance of the law.
24: High-duty goods. They will deliberately I mean, describe them as those goods. And the selectivity in our system, it is done automatically. Our system will pick it to pass through the grain. Then they will, I mean, pass through the grid and avoid paying the the right duties. But like she said, we also have other systems of checking. We have layers of uh, security. The port is the first layer. I always tell officers that, I mean, uh, just like your house, you have a wall. Your wall, you put a fence around it and a big gate. It is your first layer of security. But if somebody is able to overcome it and come into your house, you still have your main gate to your hall I mean your, your hall and the, the dogs even in the yard they are second layers and even if you enter the room, every room still have a, a door so we have it in the, our setting up we have the layers within the pot if you come out from the pot we still have uh, teams that we have, monitoring teams that we have set up, some on the road, some on standing by for, I mean, that when we have intelligence and the goose have already left, we can contact them and, and then they will stop it on the way. And some of these things that sometimes you hear some people making noise somewhere, sometimes in encounter that where they have cleared their goose from the port and where, but if we tell you the results of some of them, you will be surprised because these are part of the layers of uh,
8: Now, the Commissioner General of the Ghana um, Expo 2023 in Doha, Dr. Ifwasab Yasari, says the country is looking forward to boost its export revenue from fruits and vegetables. She explains that her outfit through the Expo is poised to expand investment within the horticultural space. She was speaking at a Ghana Export Promotion Authority and Ghana Investment Promotion Center media engagement on the 2023 Doha Expo.
17: The Expo provides Ghana the unique opportunity to showcase the potentials of the sector for the needed investment and in production infrastructure development. Dr. Efwa Sabia Sari said the Expo will aid in attracting critical export-oriented investment into the sector. The global demand for guavas and mangoes alone
14: was close to $4 billion in 2022. The data on imports of fruits, vegetables, nuts and other root crops is quite staggering. It is worth 12.78 billion. This is in 2022 alone. If we just suppose this with our meager um, three million US dollars export revenue from fruits and vegetables to the same region in 2022, it is clear that we have a long way to go. The Expo therefore provides Ghana the unique opportunity to showcase the potentials of the sector for the needed investment and production infrastructure. Ghana will be exhibiting under the following three themes Modern Agriculture. This theme captures and expatiates the exciting opportunities in agribusiness, urban agriculture, landscaping
17: abitic, and related sectors. The global horticulture market in 2021 was estimated to be valued at $20.77 billion and is projected to reach $40 billion by
8: 2026. Players within the hospitality industry are happy with the number of taxes imposed on the operations. This, they say, is grinding the operations to a halt, according to the Managing Director for Kisma Grooming and Spa, Mercy Corny, government should be deliberate in supporting businesses through tax incentives. He spoke to Joy Business at the unveiling of their new ambassador Anochiwasewa of the Multimedia Group Limited.
17: The stakeholders within the hospitality industry indicates there is the need for government to solve the current economic challenges through supporting indigenous businesses. Managing Director for Kismar Grooming and Spa, Messi Coney, bemoaned the high cost of operations.
18: With the challenges, it's a lot. I mean, I would first talk about the taxes you know i always say our hospitality is not like uh, food or drinks that people take it's it's a luxury you get it so unless people are uh, comfortable with the basics that they can come in to you know get any service at all i mean apart from haircuts Apart from the grooming, that, I mean, it's not anybody's fault that their hair grows. Any other thing that we do here, is sort of luxury. So, until people are comfortable and until the economy, it's, it's, it's not... Um, until things are okay in the economy, that people will patronize your services. You understand? And, you know, at the rate at which we increase things in the market, you can't increase your services like that
17: on her part newly unveiled ambassador for the company and not sure say why in a quest to support the company's operations play to engage customers through various channels
21: we all know that ghana and the world as a whole is um, now moving to a digitized era and When they contacted, I know we talked about my social media platforms, how I have following on TikTok, on Facebook and other social media platforms. So I'll do my best with that because we have the community on social media. And as part of that, I'll drive um, um, followers and people who can purchase or come here for their services through their social media platforms.
8: Star Assurance Limited has unveiled the Star Motor Third Party Extra, an innovative product that revolutionises third-party motor insurance in Ghana. This new offering allows third-party policyholders to enjoy some limited coverage for damage to their own vehicles. Head of Product Development and Innovation at Star Assurance, Michael Adumaku, said the third-party motor insurance only covers liability. For damage and injuries caused by policyholders while driving, leaving the policyholder's own vehicle unprotected in case of accidents. He spoke to Joy Business at the unveiling of the product.
17: Motor insurance is the most widely sought after type of insurance in Ghana, with a majority of policyholders opting for third party coverage. star motor fed party extra signals an important development within the motor insurance industry which for 66 years has been mainly offering comprehensive third-party policies and third-party fire and theft policy according to mr Adomako, customers can acquire various new products through star assurances 20 branch locations as well as through the company's extensive network of agents and brokers nationwide
16: the star motor third party extra covers third party as well as glass damage to the insured's own vehicle and this is evolutionary in the industry this is the first time we are seeing such in the industry that's now Clients are able to pay something as little as 100 Ghana cities and still enjoy a, a cover for their own vehicle. Now we are start, we are covering glass damage to the client's own vehicle. Be it the windscreen, both the front and the back windscreen, the side mirrors, the window glasses, the front glasses, the inside rear view mirror, and even the sunroof. And this is the first time in the industry we are seeing an insurance company come out with such a product.
17: Speaking at the launch of the Star MotorFed Party Extra, Chief Executive Officer of Star Assurance, Buatma Bafo Iguwa stated that the introduction of the MotorFed Party Extra aligns seamlessly with the organizational mission and vision which is centered on creating exceptional experiences for their customers.
11: Let us embrace this new chapter of the car protection together. Once again, I want to especially thank my team executive management and my technical team because as they all know I'm always driving everybody crazy with my ideas but thank you for indulging me and making things happen it's exciting working with you. Also to our partners thank you for always standing by us and also being part of this incredible journey. To our invited guests thank you for braving the odds and being here with us. We assure
17: you that this product will definitely be worth it for you. The convenience of purchasing this product extends to the digital platform like pokia Star Assurance's Virtual Assistant, and external providers such as Cori and total Ghana filling stations across the country.
1: Ready? One, two, and three. One.
8: Thanks so much for watching Prime Business with me, Pios Kojo Baka. There will be great stories when you log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business on that portal for you. Prime Sports is next international. comes your way.
21: The business
11: segment was brought to you by
21: Ecobank, the Pan African Bank.
15: Thank you, Simon.
11: It's time you switch to Bell Pack today.
23: Are you ready? Mark your calendar as the Maker's House Chapel International presents the Experience Conference 2023. From the 1st to the 8th of October, it's the gathering of the spiritual luminaries of the land. Get ready to experience Archbishop Nicholas Duncan-Williams, Reverend Dr. Mensah Odeville, Archbishop Charles Sari, Reverend Dr. Ampia Kofi, Reverend Dr. Steve Mensah, Reverend Dr. Ebenezer Marque, Bishop Frank Ofusuapia, and your hosts... Dr. Michael Boudiniamicek. Come and experience Jesus, the miracle worker. Venue is the destiny arena of the Maker's House Chapel International, Atomic, adjacent School of Nuclear and Allied Sciences. Time is 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. on weekdays, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Saturday, and 8 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. on Sundays. It's going to be a life-changing encounter. The Experience Conference 2023. I can't wait.
26: Owning a home is an accomplishment. When it comes to choosing our preference of living, we are faced with a dilemma. Will you go for affordability, comfort, or luxury?
11: Well, we will help you choose your preferred home at a very affordable and convenient way at the 2023 edition of the Republic Bank
22: Love Habitat Fair, slated for Friday, 6th October to Sunday, 8th October, 2023 at the Kumasi City Mall, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. each day.
11: This event
26: is brought to you by your superstation, Love 99.5 FM, in partnership
23: with Republic Bank. Powered by Airport City HDG Homes
5: and sponsored by DBS Industries Limited, Syntex Tank. The ultimate protection plus insurance product from Star Life Assurance, supported by
1: I acquire a litigation-free land or property in this country? Should I buy a house or go through the building process? If I should buy, what are the critical stages and pitfalls? If I should build, how do I get started? Registration of land, who can help me? Can I just draw my own plan and build? What are the steps in getting a building permit? cost of building materials. Any any other options? this artisans square seems to be ripping me off my money. What w- what can I do? For bus and other building related issues, join Emmanuel owusu answer on the Pyramid Show every Sunday from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. on your favorite channel, Joy News Television.
11: Sports segments is brought to you by
26: Commended DBS Industries to you. Let's
1: go to DBS Industry.
10: Sports with me, Rosak Mosbao. Now, the Black Queens of Ghana have advanced to the next round of 2024 Women's African Cup of Nations qualifiers after displaying a dominant performance uh, with a resounding 5-0 win over Rwanda in the second leg of the qualifiers. Now, midfielder Alice Kusi did steal the show with a remarkable hat-trick while Evelyn Bedou and uh, Stella Nyameche Added the other goals to ensure that the Queen secured a commanding 12-0 aggregate scoreline across both legs. The yeah, highlights of that game that happened earlier at the Crosspool Stadium.
3: For oh, Ghana's Black Stella to Alice Pussy, a strike, from an incredible goal. A pass from Alice Cousi to find Prisla via who manages to send across, and that is the second. This is another beautiful goal. Santua Grace, Evelyn Bedu, Evelyn, still with the ball, is well placed. And how about this for the third? Their movements have been top-notch. However, about this one another wonderful buildup. up A to Evelyn And this will make it the front. Just when I was starting on their goal-up, another wonderful buildup up results in a very beautiful goal to give Ghana their front goal in the first half. Anastasia Etina at other part of it once again, her contribution to it. But look at that first touch to just get the ball off the hands of goalkeeper Diane before Evelyn Bedou just passed the ball into the net. Got a four, run zero. This is how the Ghanians or
11: the Black Plains are enjoying their match. Look at how Evelyn Badu just calmly.
10: There. Well, this win adds to six other games which Nora Haptor has managed uh, the Black Queens to uh, secure victories. And it's six win uh, seven wins in seven. And uh, let's take a look at the numbers, how the Black Queens have fared since Nora Haptor did take over uh, of the side. And uh, seven games, like I mentioned, you just look at the number of goals they've conceded in that period and also the number of... Uh, goals they've conceded, uh, of course, that is coming on your screen shortly. So that's, that's how it's looking like uh, since she took over the Black Queen. Seven games played, 26 goals scored and conceded none. Uh, they've not conceded any goals. Of course, Lawrence Badu and Akosir J will be joining me shortly to do some uh, analysis of how the team has fared so far. But these are the games she has managed, 26 goals scored, have not conceded any goal. Benin uh, Ghana played Benin in a friendly. We won that game three goals to nil against Senegal in a, another friendly. They won that game by three goals to nil. Then you know the the, the second uh, phase of that friendly, they won by one goal to nil. Then against Guinea in the Olympic qualifiers, they defeated Guinea by three goals to nil. And in the return leg of that game, they defeated Guinea four goals to nil. Then Rwanda. Uh, In the first leg of that uh, women's African qualifiers, defeated Rwanda all the way in Kigali, seven goals to nil. And earlier today at the Craftsport Stadium, they defeated them by five goals to nil. So that's how the Black Queens are looking uh, since Nora Hoptel did take over. Well, Akosia AJ is a sports journalist, and she follows the Black Queens very closely. She also works with our. Uh, uh, GTV Sports Plus, and uh, she joins me via phone to get some perspective uh, about the Black Queens' performance. Of course, say thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, it's been a fairly decent outcome for the Black Queens since Nora Huptel did take over. Is this something you'll agree? And why do you think this is happening? Uh, you know, with the Black Wings? Why do you think they are performing so well? They're not just scoring, they are defending well and also producing, you know, enjoyable football. You can see the reaction of the fans at the Class 4 Stadium today. They were happy.
22: Yeah, I mean, we're all in love with the Black Wings all over again. We're all excited for how they are playing. But then we look at some of the things that are really working well for this um, Nora Hapto administration. And then we look at the fact that first of all, it is a foreigner who is taking charge of the black one And just as we see it happen even with the black staff, whenever there's a foreigner, we have this thing that we say, the person will be in charge of everything. And she really is in charge of everything. I don't remember the last time we did a call out and had so many foreign-based players than the local base players. A lot of the time in the former coaches' time, we had a lot of the players from our league. We would get them from, a lot of them from Ampem a, a, a chunk of them as well from Hazaket League. we look at the other teams, check who is their best player, and then we call them, put them together. And maybe have there a few foreign players we can get, players who are ready to put their own bills to come and join. But we're in the new dispensation ever since Nora took over. Even for players who used to protest a lot, even for players who used to bring out everything that they feel was going wrong with the black and the previous coach, Black Queen, I beg your pardon, and the previous coaches, this time they didn't call them from the my sources. She had to fight to get a player like James Hakujo who currently plays for FC Northland to come and play for Ghana, and she is one very vocal player who says her mind, who says it as it is. If she comes to come and things are not going well, she would say it. If she comes to come and things are going well, she would say it as well. This coach has been able to get the resources that she needs. She's able to get the players that she needs, and she's also very knowledgeable about the game. Mm. She's also very. Um, she understands the game. She knows quite to play what player. And to the point where now she's even made the players understand that if you are really a good player, sometimes you don't just have to restrict yourself to one role. So today, you re- if you, you realize that during the game, Stella Namete was being played as a centre-back, and we asked her, was she okay with that? We like, yeah, I was okay, because the coach explained this to me with pictures and videos of very good players who may be playing in a different position, but they excel as well in other positions. Great. So the court is getting
10: through it. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, substantially, she's been able to impose herself on the team and i have also been able to ensure some stability, some help, yes. calmness, and you know, there is some orderliness in the team along with the, you know... Uh, the tactics that she's de- deploying. Yeah. Now, uh, here at Joyce was Lawrence Vedu is another one who follows the team very closely. Lawrence, and he's joining us via Zoom. Uh, Lawrence, y- y- you look at the numbers, it's impressive. Seven, wi- seven games, seven wins, 26 goals scored, none conceded. Help us appreciate where the Black Queens are coming from and why this kind of performance under Nora Hopper is important. Uh, all right, we seem to have lost uh, Lawrence pretty shortly. He will join us. But, I mean, of course, so, I mean, let's talk about, um, you know, the the, the, the the games coming up for the Black Queens. Now they have oh, Namibia okay. to play. Okay. Uh, now I'm sure that's Lawrence. Uh, we'll get back to him. But, of course, let's talk about, yeah. you know, the game against Namibia. They have Namibia, um, that's in November 27th yeah. to December 5th. That's when the game will come off. Yeah. Of course, we did not. Uh, play in the last women's AFCON, kicked out yes. by Nigeria. What do you, yes. How do you fancy our chances? It looks like we will qualify for next, you know, the next AFCON?
22: We have to qualify. We must qualify because if we win against Nai- um, Namibia, we don't play another round of qualify. So that mm. we qualify to the next year's AFCON. We missed last year. We can't afford to miss it. And if, indeed, all the numbers we are seeing, all the statistics we are giving that are working in favor of Nora Hussey, all the resources that she is getting, all the possibility that she's really enjoying um, with the black queens now, mm. the only thing she can really use to tell us that, indeed, she... She really means this job. Indeed, she's really changed the Black Wings. Indeed, all the investments they have put in the Black Wings now mm. is paying off is to qualify against Namibia. Interesting.
29: Yeah, so,
22: yeah. Is it going to be easy? Of course not. It's not going to be easy. Because today, mm-hmm. Kenya kicked out Cameroon yeah. from the afterwards. So it's not going to be an easy job. But then you, you, we played with Senegal. We played with all these other teams. Mm-hmm. It will be a very good test for us to play against Namibia, mm-hmm. whom I really don't think that are far above us. But then looking at what happened today against Cameroon, they just were kicked out in penalties. They lost 14 to Kenya. And so it's going to be, yes, it's going to be difficult, of course, but it's just something that Norahato can achieve.
10: Activity. Yeah, I'm interested, Of course, Namibia themselves—they uh, defeated Gambia by right, four uh, goals to two on aggregate to qualify to the next stage yes. of the competition. But let me speak but, to uh, Lawrence now, because just hold on a bit for us. Lawrence uh, was trying to appreciate, you know, where the Black Queens are coming from, for which reason this kind of performance seems to be getting the kind of attention it's getting now. Help us appreciate. You've been following the team closely over the years. Where? You know, is the Black Queens coming from? For which reason, this sudden rise in performance, quality football, seems to be getting the attention that it's currently getting.
6: All right. Um, Good evening once again, Mumswawa. I I think, if you quite remember, the last time that the Black Queens failed to qualify for the Africa Cup of Nations, Mm -hmm. and then their last game they lost, um, which was a friendly game, the technical, there were changes to the technical team and yep. the Nora had, had to come in with their own staff with mm-hmm. quite some new faces in the national team. It was the case of building a project, a long-term project, one that would see Ghana get back to playing some good football that it used to. Because mm. the last time I, I quite remember we were, we played competitive competition with the Black Wings was the, during the outcome that we hosted. I, I quite remember I was a young student, um, I I didn't appreciate the kind of football we played, but then with Nora coming in, I, I think she's set some good football. Mm-hmm. She's understood the project that she wants to build. Mm-hmm. She's led a team that is quite hungry. Mm-hmm. I was exchanging messages with um, someone like Coach Samira, who who also used to play for the national team, Samira Suleimana. Mm-hmm. She also appreciates the fact that there's desire, there's hunger in this team, and then. They really want to go a long way and then build something for themselves. So it's a project that they, they have been longing for mm. quite a, a time. And then they are glad that everything is working very well at the moment. When it started, it was a case of they are playing just friendly matches. You've yeah. not seen the team perform in competitive yeah. games. And then you've seen the last four competitive games that they played. They played in the Olympic qualifiers, they played in the Africa, women's Africa populations qualifiers. So it tells you the performance they put up in the friendly games were no
10: fluke.
6: There are ones that we want to see the um, Ghanaian side yeah. play against Nigeria. Yeah, that, that's, right? that's, that's that's what I was even coming to.
10: Been. Yeah, Lawrence, that's what I was being coming to. Whether these games, you know, of course we played against Benin, played against Senegal, Guinea. Now we've played against, uh, you know, uh, what was the name? Rwanda. Some say, Rwanda. yeah, these countries, in terms of, uh, as far as women football is concerned on the continent, they are not exactly the kind of competition you need to test if indeed the kind of investment you're having, you're putting into your women's game is yielding the desired result. They're saying you have to meet the North Africans, you have to meet the likes of Nigeria. Is this fair assessment that the team has not been properly tested yet? And all we are seeing,
6: Uh, we shouldn't get over our heads at the moment. Yeah, Musbal, it's a good question, but I don't side with this cause because we were in this country where we saw the Black Stars struggle against the likes of Comoros, against the likes of Central African Republic. If my team is playing well against some of these lower tier side, excuse my language, or some of these uh, middle class countries when it comes to women's football, and they are putting up such a performance, it means there's a development. They are going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I, I, would, I myself would like to see the performance against Nigeria, against the South Africans, against the Zambians. Mm-hmm. But then, if these are the teams that this, this is the kind of performance we are putting up, in the past we meet some some of these teams and then at most we're able to score one or two, three. Mm. But then if I'm going beyond four, I'm going beyond five, it tells you that there's there's desire, there's hunger in the team. Mm. There's a kind of mentality that we didn't have in the past, mm. which probably you saw the last game we played against Nigeria, which so um saw us to qualify for the half one. Yeah. We were even ten um ten uh, we we're a man down and we played ten against eleven, but we were still able to match them. Where there were some chances we could have probably scored and then um, so, uh, um overturned the leg, uh, the leg against Nigeria, but we couldn't convert those chances. So, it's also there's development that we've made. Um, we, we might not have uh, have been there yet or mm. face the big gurus in women's football on the continent. Mm. But with this kind of development that we are making, this the kind of progress that we are making in recent times. Mm. I thought um, there's a cause for a, a good concern. We we are on the right path, and I I, I believe it won't take too long for us to to be on the, on the higher stage challenging these countries once again, because we've, we've been there before. Mm. And then if we, we are able to build this project for yeah. quite a long time, yeah. we are on course we'll, to do that we well. We are on course
10: to do that. Well, of course, uh, if we qualify for the AFCON itself, I'm sure that will be a good platform to test the team. And of course, if we qualify for the Olympics, likewise, very good platform to, uh, to test the team. Lawrence Beidou, Akosia J, thank you so much for joining us on Prime sports tonight. Let's get to Germany now, because over the weekend, uh, it was exciting action. Harry Kane scored a hat-trick. And of course, we have our man, Chris Arenton, joining us all the way from Berlin in Germany uh, to give us some perspective on that. Chris, thanks again for making time with us in yet another week. But Bayern Munich and Harry Kane look to be finding their groove in the Bundesliga now. The defending champions have not taken the table lead. And against Bochum, it was a thumping of Bochum. Seven goals to know it ended
29: there. Chris. Yeah, you know, my opinion tells me that basically Harry Kane answered all of the prayers from Bayern Munich in terms of filling the boots of Robert Lewandowski. Harry Kane seems to be doing that. He's become a leader in the locker room. The last outing against Bochum, he netted a hat trick Bayern Munich are supposed to beat up a side like Bohem and the scoreline showed that 7-0. But in the process, Harry Kane in his goal scoring, he's now netted a total of 7 goals in the first 5 games donning a Bayern Munich jersey. He breaks the club uh, records of Gerd Müller and Miroslav Kloza. And Mario Mond, uh, Manzusic, uh three strikers who have basically uh, fired their way into the record books at Bayern Munich, held in high regard. Now Harry Kane, in his short history in a Bayern jersey, has surpassed those players, those basically historical figures at Bayern Munich. I think Harry Kane is a perfect uh, place, a perfect—he's in a perfect mold right now. You know, he has his personal desire to win silverware. Bayern Munich. They dominate the Bundesliga. They've gotten their Champions League season off to a good start with the 4-3 finish over Manchester United. So, uh, all in all, everything looks to be going according to plan. He cost Bayern Munich a lot of money. Currently, right now, he's celebrating Oktoberfest. That's the annual celebration held in Munich where they don their lederhosen, their leather clothing, and uh, enjoy beer. And I'm sure Harry Kane is enjoying that atmosphere with Bayern play Players because they, uh, they're they on cloud nine, I think, right now, because they take over the table lead over Leverkusen due to goal difference. Seven goals did that thanks to Harry Kane's hat trick.
10: And Harry hat trick there. But it wasn't just Harry Kane who was, you know, uh, finding the back of the net this weekend. Leverkusen's Victor Boniface and company also won their match over hiding them, as expected. Uh, one more can you tell us from uh, the match day, Chris?
29: Yeah, I think Victor Victor Boniface is going to be the next face of the Bundesliga in terms of up incoming talent. You have to factor in he's only 22 years old, and he's already off to a great start ever since joining Leverkusen. Leverkusen looks to be right now, early in the season, the only side really competing with Bayern Munich, a side that looks tit-for-tat. I mean, they finish with a draw. Uh, when they faced one another. I I think Victor Boniface netted two goals against Heidenheim. That was to be expected. You know, it was a convincing victory 4-1. Heidenheim didn't really have an opportunity in that particular match. So I I think basically right now, Victor Boniface is is fulfilling... know his potential. The expectations were high. They cost He cost Byron Leverkusen 20.5 million euros. I think he's providing that value and some right now for the Bundesliga runners-up because that's where they sit. I, I do think this season will get very interesting, but Leverkusen look to be taking care of business. Other teams uh, around Europe, Frankfurt is a side that Does not look to be in their best form as of late. They've drawn in their last four games. Remain without a win since opening day. They've scored their lowest number of goals in the German flight. Uh, They're tied right now, so they're off is struggling. Julian Nagelsmann, the new German coach, was at their recent match against Freiburg where it ended goalless. So uh, there are some teams that are underperforming. You can even look at Union Berlin as among those sides that are underperforming right now. But it's all about who wins and who is going for the title. Bayern and Leverkusen look to be the best right now. Leverkusen look to be any disruptor right now in the Bundesliga when you, when you factor in all of the results.
10: Um, you, of course, you mentioned Julian uh, you know, Nagel's man there, being at one of the games this weekend. He was named earlier in the week as the head coach for the German national team. And of course, uh, he's expected to lead the team in the European Championship, which Germany themselves will be hosting. The big question on the lips of everybody is can he help turn things around you know, with a German national team?
29: Yeah, I'm not really sure he can. You know, he was brought on. He was a former Bayern Munich coach. Germany have a lot of pressure on their shoulders right now because they are hosting the upcoming European Championship set to kick off next summer, and they fired their coach Hansi Flick. You you know, it's almost like Julian Nagelsmann is following his exact footsteps. Uh, Hansi Flick was formerly the Bayern coach. So was Julian Nagelsmann. Hansi Flick, formerly the Germany coach. So was Julian Nagelsmann. The only thing I think that could assist him in turning things around is that he's familiar with a lot of their players. Leroy Sané, a fan of Julian Nagelsmann's. Uh, Goretzka, Joshua Kimmich, I mean, he is the former Bayern Munich coach. He is a younger coach. He has an an attack-style offense. He likes to attack first, That tends to be more attractive for the fan base. They are hosting the next major tournament. All of these things kind of factor into why Julian Nagelsmann could be a good person to turn things around. But, you know, if you listen to the older players of the German national team, the older season players like Philipp Lahm, his opinion is that the players on the team are, one, overpaid, and number two, don't really have an identity, don't really feel like they are basically uh have bought in to the german national team identity you can look at past major tournaments they've disappointed in russia and then qatar most recently so i think a lot of pressure is on julian Nagelsmann's shoulders right now but according to his contract he's only supposed to take over until the end of the european championship and then he's going to enter the job market so the pressure is going to have an expiration date on julian Nagelsmann. uh i'm waiting to see what happens um In all reality, I don't think Germany is going to turn things around like the snap of of a finger. I don't think it'll be a magic trick performed. I think they have an uphill battle, and I think teams around the world are just, have gotten better. So I think Germany, the national team, have a tall order ahead of them before they kick off the European Championship next summer.
10: Chris, thanks so much uh, for all of that insight, and that's where we draw the captains of tonight's edition of Prime Sports. But maybe Zach was about going to be back sometime tomorrow. Do have a lovely evening.
14: Sports
0: Segments was brought to you by. Mentor DBS Industries to Youth.
8: Let's go to
1: DBS Industries.